welcome to the Strength of Mind podcast. I'm your host, Gavin Ellis, and I want to thank you for joining me on this four-part series which looks at the importance of mindset and mental health, an issue that is so topical during this time and something which is neglected by many. Today, I am joined with Mikael Biker, who is a specialist in all things yoga, meditation, breathwork and qigong. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did conducting it. Michael, I want to thank you sincerely for joining the Strength of Mind podcast today. It's amazing that we can connect here and hear a little bit from you. So it's a real pleasure to have you here. Wonderful. Thank you, Gavin, for, for having me on your, on your podcast show. Wonderful. Can you start off, Michael, please, by telling us a little bit about yourself? Um, yes. Yeah, so um, my name is Michael Biker, and um, as hey, you, you uh, Gavin, already know, I, I do a lot of things with uh, breathwork and uh, meditation and qigong, uh, yoga, all these kind of techniques and practices to get more in, in contact with your true self, uh, with the, the source, the light within, however one wants to call that, but to live more a life in which you feel um, it's joyful to live and, and that you can start uh, creating and flowing more in life with, with peace, uh, with joy, with creativity, all these kinds of things. And I think it's um, inherent in all of us, this quality to, um, to really embrace life fully and not to live life just in a way that you're surviving day by day and feeling like, oh, another day, but to live life feeling like, hey, yes, today, another day I can flow with, with life. I can create some wonderful things. I can experience new things in this uh, life experience that I have now and feel a connection with a greater life. So that, that's that basically point. what my mission is. Yeah. I love what you said there about people embracing life. If someone's listening to this right now and they're going, I get that. And I, I want to tap into that. I want to embrace life a little bit more. What advice would you give them? Well, it's a lot of things. It's, it's about habitual patterns uh, every day. Uh, taking a little bit of time to take care of your mind and body, right? It's with your mind uh, and your body with which you are experiencing this, this life, this experience you call life. So if your mind is blocked and there is a lot of uh, negative thought patterns or overthinking or emotional baggage that you have, um, your whole life experience is kind of colored in that way how you see things how you perceive your your day how you um just your general experience of life will be colored by by that baggage basically what you have so by taking a little bit of time every day um like you would do when you brush your teeth every day taking a bit of care of your mind to clear out your mind to calm your mind to clear out your emotional system to make your body a little bit more strong and healthy uh, so that every day you, this vehicle uh, through which you experience life, it's, it's strong, it's pure, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's full of life, basically, uh, and, and live life from that. So 
every day, even if it's just 10 minutes or something, you know, in, in the morning, connect a bit with your body, connect with your mind, do some breathing practices, for instance, or do some movement practices. And, and this will really make a profound change in uh, your life. If you can do that for, for a couple of days or weeks in a row, you will see some changes start to happen. And your point there really leads me nicely on to the, the next question that I had. And it was a really interesting concept that I saw that you had on your website. Uh, and you talk about trades and how that actually, the, 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 I think this is something that so many of us uh, don't think about enough, the, the, the concept of trades, what that means for them, um, and probably don't put enough thought into it. Can you share a little bit more about this for viewers who are not maybe familiar with that concept of trade? Um. Would you mean the, the qualities, the traits that, that people can have? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the, the thing is, everybody has a, a quality, a, a trait within them to be able to create things in their lives. We are creative beings, right? You, uh, it's not just creating a painting or creating some music or something like that. It's about um, the ability that you think about something that you want to do. And if you put a little bit of your time and energy into it, it becomes a reality. So let's say in, in the morning you think like, okay, I'm feeling a bit hungry. And your mind starts to create a certain picture of a sandwich with some peanut butter and jelly on it. And you put action into it and it becomes a reality. So you have just created a bit of your uh, reality. Um, this is a, uh, a trait, a, a quality that every human being has. And you can pull this a lot further. It's not just only creating a, butter, a peanut butter sandwich, but it's also being able to create for yourself a life situation of how you want to live your life, how you want to spend your day. The thing, though, is it's a very powerful positive quality but subconsciously we can kind of um, sabotage ourselves a little bit if we carry a lot of negative blockages in the mind in ways of thinking and ways of feeling we start to create things for ourselves which are not so pleasant so let's take the very simple example of wanting to create a, a nice meal for ourselves because we we think about this subconsciously we can carry a lot of negative thinking about ourselves we think little about ourselves we think well i don't deserve the peanut butter sandwich i only deserve a piece of dry bread with water so people start to think then in a way in which they start to create not a very nice uh, breakfast for themselves but a not so nice breakfast for themselves. let me try to explain that a little bit better with another example in relationships you see this happening a lot people carry a lot of pain in them from past relationships from heartaches maybe anger all these things so what happens they carry this uh, blockages in their projections of the uh, relationships they want to create in life. So what happens, they come into a new relationship hoping to find happiness and joy and love, but they actually create again 
relationship which has the same negative aspects of the the past experience they had so again they will feel uh, there is struggle in the relationship there is pain and there is heartache and all these things because it was something that was in their own system and they projected it back into their reality in the relationship or another example somebody wants very much to live uh, in a way which is in abundance and feeling not having to worry about money, feeling not having to worry about um, the work or these things, but subconsciously thinking very low about themselves and thinking, I don't deserve uh, to be rich or uh, feeling um, I am poor. I, life is a struggle. Uh, life is just a struggle. And, and this is how I grew up. And uh, uh, rich people, they are the bad ones because they have a lot of money and I don't want money and all these kind of things. So subconsciously, they keep themselves trapped in a life in which they constantly have to struggle to uh, get money, that life is hard, that they have to work hard, that they don't have free time, all these things. So there is a great, great power to create your life in many ways. Also things that you cannot create yourself, we have to accept but a lot of things that we can create. That is the greatest trade you have in your life. But learning how to use it and learning how the mechanism with which you are creating, making sure that it is clean, that it is clear, that you are using it and you're not being abused by it. I hope you follow what I'm, what I'm saying here, Gavin. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, something that I've been really reading into and looking into a little bit was about that uh, cycle of negative patterns, which you hear so many people, and I'm, I've been guilty of it myself to some extent of where I'm coming up against the same problems again and again and again. And as you said, it can be incredibly damaging and personal if that's taken into a relationship or into a career or into the way in which they perceive their life and actually becomes this constant uh, battle of, of pain and difficulty. And I think it relates back to that point that you made about perception. You know, how do they perceive life? If, if, if we are grateful, if we are able to slow things down, something that I try and do is practice gratefulness if I'm feeling anxious, upset or, or negative emotions. And I've also began, which I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about, is I began to use some breath work myself. And even just two simple steps in the morning of gratefulness and trying to begin to control my breathing through a certain type of breath work has really helped me change my state for the day, my, my, my mental state for how I'm going to go into the day, how I perceive the day, how I will come across uh, possible challenges. And do I take that as something that's going to stop me, you know, block me in the road? Or is it something that actually I can, I can navigate my way around and it's just a natural part of life and I can continue on to, to that positive destination? Yeah, beautiful. So, so um, the, the question is like, like the, the, how the breathing can, can be used. In, yeah. In this. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll just explain a little bit then first about why the breathing is, is so important. Uh, with the breathing, you can influence, um, for instance, your heart rate, right? If you start breathing really fast and strong, your heart rate is going to raise. Or if you breathe very slow and calm, your heart rate is going to become very calm and stuff. The same for the hormones that are being secreted. You can um, 
uh, activate really the, the uh, endocrine system, the hormone system for uh, activating the body, the sympathetic nervous system, or you can do the parasympathetic nervous system going into a calm mode. Now, by doing very calm, slow breaths, you can bring your body and your mind into a state of relaxation, a state of peace. And by doing very strong breathing techniques, you can start to unblock and purify a bit the body and the emotional system. Now, the mind is something which you cannot really control just by thinking, okay, now I'm going to think about nothing, or now I'm going to uh, think only happy thoughts. This is quite hard to do. But again, with the breathing, it's very connected with the mind. You see that, for instance, if people are stressed out, the breathing becomes very short and mm -hmm. strong. Or if people um, have a happy experience, uh, they have to laugh. Or when you cry, it's a different type of breathing. Or when you are very relaxed, it's a different type of breathing. The breathing is connected with the state of mind. So you can start using the breath to also influence your state of mind, your state of emotion, your state of being. So what I try to teach um, in all these, these courses and in these sessions is how to start using the breath, first doing strong breathing techniques to start to kind of clear out and clean out the emotional baggages, the, the, emo the mind blockages. And then doing super slow, slow, calm breaths to clear the mind, to still the mind, to bring the body, the emotional system and the mind in a very calm, relaxed, meditative state of being. And this is something that by doing this every day, you become, first of all, better and better at it. Um, and you will become really able to set the foundation for the rest of the day, kind of that you choose in the morning, like, okay, I'm gonna take a little bit of time to clear out the mind, to clear out the emotional system, instead of waking up and feeling already stressed about my work or feeling a bit like, ah, another day, I don't know what to do with it. It's, uh, I just gotta live through it again. To take a little moment to set a foundation. Okay, I feel gratitude, I'm alive now. I feel um, I am present, I feel, awake alive and from that you start to start your day you live your day you do the things that you have to do and and this is a very beautiful habit to bring into your life you start to live life in a, in a bit of a on a subtle way in a different way yeah i agree entirely and actually i would take it a step further and say doing that has actually changed my life it has projected my life into a whole other level of for something so simple such as, as you're saying, five or 10 minutes of being still, uh, of focusing on your, your breathing and your breath work. And after that, I feel like I have more of a purpose for the day. I'm actually being proactive rather than being reactive to the day. I'm not just immediately getting up and then being like, okay, what's my next task? And just responding to life around me. I'm taking that moment to then set the tone for the day. And it is, it's changed and shaped my mental health hugely. And I would encourage, you know, listeners today to, to really take this seriously and to, and to listen to the advice that you're giving. It's, it's absolutely brilliant. Wonderful. And, great, great to hear that, uh, Gavin. Hopefully many people will follow your, your lead as well. And, and hopefully this will become something that is a normality, right? Just like, like I said, like, like brushing your teeth. You know, back in the... the old days uh, hundreds of years ago 
most people would die uh, actually um, from well not maybe not most but a lot of people would die from bad mouth hygiene because people were not brushing their teeth yet and it would be very normal to lose your teeth when you were 40 years 50 years old and and then you get infections and they would go up to your brain and many people would die from uh, bad mouth hygiene and then it became a normality to take care of it to brush your teeth and do all these things right and you see now it's almost if, if you read the statistics that one out of five people are, are taking medication for uh, mental disorders or uh, depression or these kind of things um, and that so many people are depressed having too much stress uh, feeling burnout feeling down those kind of things that it's almost like yeah it, it's part of our society it's normal but it's not normal it should become a normality to every day take a little bit of care of mind and body just like brushing the teeth uh, to avoid these kinds of sufferings and, and ailments in our society so hopefully um, what you are doing as well it, we can inspire many people to start living a bit more conscious about their mental health as well and the physical health Absolutely. And it's such a scary statistic that you're saying that. And it does seem to be embedded now within our society that poor mental health and uh, anxiety and depression that are so prevalent is just something that, that is, that's normal that we should accept. And although medication does have a place for sure, but there are natural remedies and there are natural techniques and there are small lifestyle shifts that we can create and that we can do within our life that, that doesn't need to lead to before it gets to that level of where it's you know almost out of control. We can begin to, to gain control through such a simple method uh, of using our breath work. I find it really important as well that when I'm even throughout the day. So after I've done it in the morning, the day is maybe beginning to get on top of me. And I'm finding that I'm getting a little bit stressed. My mind is wandering, probably to a point of where I'm either overly critical of myself or I'm worrying too much about what other people might be thinking of me. And both of those states are not helpful, really. So taking a second, even while I'm mid-work or mid-project to, to breathe and slow my, try and slow myself down, uh, has a, has a quite a dramatic impact on the outcome of that task if I hadn't done that. Beautiful, beautiful. It, 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 yeah, it's like making little mini breaks to connect back to that foundation again during the day, like like you say. Uh, um, it, it's taking in the morning that moment to connect with that foundation. And then throughout the day, eh, you start to feel you lose a bit again, that connection, you start to get caught up with, with your work or with some stress or with uh, certain thought patterns of how th people think about you or emotional imbalances. And with a couple of breaths, bring yourself back to that source again. And again, you go and again, you take back. And the more you do this, after some months, it, it will become um, your your true identity in a way if, if 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 you understand what i'm what i'm trying to say because it is like your your source um a state of pure being a state of feeling at peace a feeling at calm at feeling connected feeling empowered that is basically the quality of your your true source and you're taking a little moment, for instance, by doing some meditation or some breath work uh, techniques to 
peel off the layers which block the ability to connect with that source. You start to connect with it. And then you go back into daily life and you lose again with the, the connection, but you keep connecting. But if you keep doing that for a long time, months or, or years, it, you are becoming the source itself. You are becoming the, 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 the light, basically, um, which you have within. So it's not anymore you get trapped again into ways of thinking and, and, and your work and the stress and all these things. No, you stay connected with that source, live from there. And uh, that takes a bit of time, of course, but it's reprogramming your whole mind, uh, brain, emotional system, endocrine system, everything in, in your whole system. And I think that so many of us are guilty of wanting to be something for someone else so maybe not entirely being ourselves so we're trying to be someone for who we need to be at work we're trying to be someone for who we need to be for our relationships we're trying to be someone for who we need to be for our friendship groups and what you've just said there is actually that there's a light within there's a positive source within that we could tap into and through that breath work through being still that we can begin to actually be more of ourselves and that's actually and, and that message to saying to so many people in society particularly with the damage that social media can do of this comparison you know i need to be better i need to be more i need to be like this person but actually tapping into who we are and our most uh, our best version of ourselves which is something that i talk about on the podcast all the time you know i want to encourage people to be the best versions of themselves and actually in that state in that beautiful state we can then begin to live life on our own terms absolutely absolutely and um you 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 will become let's say a more um focused peaceful loving creative person if you can can live really from that source right and um unfortunately this is something eh, at least myself but in school or when i was younger i learned zero about these things uh, you learn very much how to become something and learn a lot about the world uh, around you about economics about geogra geography about everything that is outside of you but nothing about what is within you and you, know, you don't learn to become how to just be how to be a human being always trying to become something more than yourself and once you <clears throat> people start to become able to get connected with themselves there it's a source of creativity it's a source of willpower it's a source of loving kindness and everything in life start to flourish in a more beautiful way because you stop trying to become something but you start to be a fully realized human being yeah i love the way you've worded that uh, Michael, that's really encouraged me there. And I'm sure that listeners will be feeling that as well, listening to that. And actually, how many times if we take a second to stop, or if I ask myself, how many times do I try and use external things to make my internal feel better? So whether it is, is it food? Is it alcohol? Is it people? Is it watching something? Is it, you know, and how often am I actually turning inward? and asking myself that and focusing on myself? And I think I'd probably be surprised by what the results are. So I love that point that you've made there. You're wonderful. Well, it, it, it's wonderful that you you are uh, taking time to connect with that sort because, it, like you say, you 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 look in food for a little moment of satisfaction. Mm. You look for 
uh, alcohol, for uh, sex, for uh, relationships, for all these things. You look for something to fulfill yourself. Live. You have that moment of, ah, now I feel fulfilled. But then the, you feel a bit of, you want to do something again. You want to fill it up again. But realizing that the fulfillment happens within, so learn to work from it within and not try to get it from outside of yourself to fill up the void that you, that you carry within. So it's, it's wonderful that you're doing this. <laughs> and it's a great point because actually these external things are only temporary. So when we begin to get that small bit of satisfaction from the bit of chocolate that we've eaten, we've, it goes away very quickly, almost as quick as what it comes. And actually we're not able to get that sustainable, longer lasting term sense of fulfillment that we can find from, from that practicing of gratefulness, from that being still through working on our breath work. And I just wanted to jump back to that point that you made earlier on about mind and body. So while you're doing breath work or being still, are you um, practicing yoga or stretching or doing anything with your body during that time? Um, basically, before I do a bit of uh, breath work and meditation, I, I do a bit of movements. Uh, so the, the movements help to not only keep the body healthy and strong, but also it helps to create a bit of space for the breathing session. It helps to create a bit of space for your nervous system. Basically, in yoga, you try to create some space. Um, and like I said, also in Qigong, we're doing the movements or Tai Chi, those kind of things. You want to create a bit of space physically and mentally. Now, in the uh, yoga system, uh, there are seven steps towards uh, a state of, of, let's say, enlightenment, the state of real realization of yourself and reality. And one of the earlier steps is also doing movements because it helps to make the body a bit more loose, a bit more open, a bit more strong, a bit more healthy. But also, um, it prepares your mind to go into the step of breathing. And then the breathing is pre preparation for the meditation. Mm. So there are these different steps to do these things. Just one second, I hear uh, my daughter and my no son are passing by. <laughs> Dag Sammy, ga maar lekker mee met Evie naar de speeltuin. Tot strakjes, papa is thuis straks. Dag lieverd. Oh, lovely. That's nice. Are, are they going out to enjoy themselves? I, I have a wonderful little daughter and a, and a son. They're uh, one and a half and uh, three years old. Uh, and they're going now to the, to the playground. So, um, um, but yeah, it, it, it's basically uh, it is important to also take care of, of the body uh, to prepare the body to be able to sit still comfortably and not to feel like ah, I still have an ache here and ah, there's still a bit of tension in my body or restlessness no take that out open everything up so that you can sit still that you can breathe to work on a more uh, mind level and through the breathing, you make everything clear on the mind level also. And then you can sit still and feel that space you have created and meditate. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you've taken it a step further than what my understanding of it was, and I, and I really like that you've done that. And because I always knew that if if I had tension in my body, then I would have that to some extent within my mind. So if I was feeling tense or stress, that then that has a direct link to my my mental state. But I like that you've put it into sections of your movement. Uh, your breathing and your meditation and that, and that seems to be quite a, a comprehensive and a clear sort of formula in which our, we can prepare ourselves and we can get ourselves into that that beautiful sort of ready state for the day yeah it's 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 a very uh very important because now you see in in the in the west at least a lot that yoga is something very physical uh it's just about the movement and the postures and and uh, uh after you take some time to relax however it becomes um, a bit of a a superficial practice and it will just boost your ego in a way if you don't also focus on the meditation part on the other hand you see a lot of people having really trouble with trying to do meditation because the body is still too restless and the mind is still all over the place and they try to meditate and sit still and then they cannot do this um, so therefore it's really handy okay do some movements first get the tension out of the body stretch out do some breathing and that helps you see also now a kind of new wave in which it's just about the strong breathing and like getting a bit high on it and and you do, just do the strong breathing for three rounds of, of 30 breaths or something like that and you get really spaced out and high and ah and then after you you had your shot of, of uh, endorphins and, uh, and physical sensations through the body. But that is also only a stimulating thing and you will still be uh, kind of still in daily life with having um, uh, not fe- that feeling of, of true inner peace and true abundance feeling that within that connection with the deeper self. And this really happens with meditation of the sitting still, just sit still, don't do anything, just observe, uh, um, observe your states of being and let everything settle. Like a glass of muddy water, you've heard of these uh, uh, words probably before, but if you have a glass of muddy water, the best way to clear it, it's just leaving it still. Leave the glass of water still and then uh, the mud will sink down and the water will become clear. So this is also an important aspect of all these practices to learn to just do nothing for some time as well, to let everything settle, to clear truly the mind. And in such a busy society that we live in today, it's getting faster paced. Everything is instantaneous. It's at our fingertips. It it seems to be the norm or it's meant to be something that is desirable to be incredibly busy, to almost being stressed. And so that can that concept can almost feel counterintuitive to what we're being told. But the benefits of that can can be absolutely huge. And if there's listeners today then who are thinking, actually, I want to be able to connect with you um, and find out a little bit more about your services, what, what you offer, how can I learn a little bit more about breath work? How can I, how, how could they connect with you? Where, where would you direct them to? Um, so I, I have a, a website, a platform, which is called yogalab.com, uh, L-A-P, Yoga Lab with a P. And um, it's a platform with a lot of different types of courses. It's, it's about meditation, mostly breath work, but Qigong, 
uh, also in manifestation courses. But it's basically, um, yeah, taking some time to do some video instructions and guided uh, breathing and meditation sessions to learn how to train your mind. What we talked about earlier uh, about how through the training of the mind and clearing out the mind and emotional system, you can really start making wonderful changes in your life and live life in a whole different uh, way. And um, so I, I would highly recommend to do one of these courses and to take some time every day. Take some time every day, uh, even if it's just 10 minutes, to um, connect with that foundation, with that source, to kind of rewire a little bit your brain and your thought patterns and your emotional patterns into more wholesome and beautiful ones. And um, there's one course which I highly recommend. It's called the Seven Days Essential Course. And it's for seven days and you commit yourself every day uh, in the morning and in the evening doing a little session. And you start to implement a habit pattern of taking care of yourself. And this is a very important thing because if you do it only once a week or twice a week, it's not going to do very much. It's something you have to do every day in order to make some good changes. So I would recommend every day, uh, friends that are listening, everyone to take care of mind and body and you will see so much is possible in your life. You have such a great power within yourself, much more than you, you think you have now and start to connect with that. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I'm your host, Gavin Ellis. And if you enjoyed it, please share it with someone that you know and love or leave me a review. I appreciate you and I hope you have a fantastic day.